one day maybe like I would not survive so I Definitely love that you're not. like I'm rocking it out I'm I'm not gonna sleep I'm a tough ass girl and I know for a fact I'm surviving till the end because I'm gonna whoop some ass <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Dinner Views. I'm Matthew Francis and this is a show where I get to essentially cook a dream dinner for some of my amazing friends and then interview them about their life in Hollywood and their career thus far. And um, one thing I'm really excited about is today I have someone that you've all probably heard and seen before. She's incredible. Get up! <laughs> Delisa Calderon! <laughs> And, um, okay, so let's, let's describe what she does. She is really known for what she does for Paralike from BuzzFeed. Mm -hmm. She's an actor, editor, producer, director, talent extraordinaire. Mm -hmm. um, that's, and this is just the beginning. She has so much more in store, and yeah. I'm excited for her. Yeah. Uh, how did we first meet? Um, oh, I know. Yeah. I wrote to you, actually because I wanted to make a video for Tasty mm -hmm. um, to tribute Dominican Independence Day. Mm -hmm. And you were on board. Yeah. And it was like, this is actually happening next week. Is it possible? And you were like, yeah, let's, let's do, it. do it. Yeah, And that was like the start of like an amazing yeah. friendship. Yeah, it really yeah. was. And I just felt what was so great is um, like I knew the food aspect and kind of what I wanted to show, but you brought so much more life to it, so much more positivity, so much more story. Mm -hmm. And obviously that's what we needed to make the video successful. And both you and Gadiel were just like a joy to like work with and watch. So it was so much fun. Um, Tell them the truth, Matthew. We were a shit show. No, no. Let's be honest. You weren't the shit show. Gadiel was definitely um, a little bit not paying attention, we'll say. Yeah, exactly. But that's what made it fun. I think at the end, Gadiel was a joy. Even if it was a pain during, it yeah. ended up being beautiful oh, on screen. It was so, yeah. But you know what? It was such a good time. Yeah. Um, we even texted each other that night and was just like, wow, today was a really good day. Yeah. And it was because of you. Yeah. Thank you. And if people don't know what we're talking about, we made um, a video of um, Mangu con los tres golpes mm -hmm. for uh, Tasty, and you can find that easily on YouTube, Facebook, yep. wherever. And go watch it. It'll be really fun for you to enjoy, and then make it at home. Yeah, of course, right? Absolutely. Um, okay, so before we get into all the little like segments and food and everything I have for you, I'm nervous. Uh, the first thing is just um, for people who don't know and haven't seen your work, just kind of give like an abridged life story of yeah. Julissa. Ooh, that's a lot, but <laughs> I can sum it up. Um, so I am originally born in New York, raised in Miami. Um, I went to the University of Florida, where I went in as a nursing major and came out a theater major. Oh, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> um, and then I went back home. And after I graduated college, I had nothing to show for my two degrees. And I was like, uh-oh, what am I going to do? And somewhere along those two years that I lived in Miami after I graduated, I did a few off-Broadway shows. Okay. Um, and then I was like, I'm ready for LA. Yeah. Even though my mom didn't want me to leave. I originally didn't leave because my mom was like, you have no money. You can't go nowhere. <laughs> so I stayed in Miami. I worked a little bit. And then I came out to LA for an audition, not to move. Okay. And stayed. Okay. Um, and then... Fast forward, I worked as a waitress because that's what you do here. Yeah, yeah. Um, pay the bills. Yeah, you got to pay the bills. I luckily had a couple of wins mm -hmm. um, that led up to a lot of amazing things. Um, and one was like an ABC showcase, which okay. was like, they do this every year and it's like, who's up next in Hollywood? So oh, that was a few years ago. Wow. And then after that, I... Booked my first co-star on Revenge, ABC's Revenge. Oh, I love that show. Yeah, Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. I was on there. Who'd you, um, you, you play? I was just a, uh, a beach waitress. Oh, okay. I didn't even have a name. I had just a couple of lines. Hey, you're on the show. Yeah. That's what I know. Cool. My family was excited. I was excited. It was my first co-star. And um, yeah, after that, I worked, worked, worked. I honestly just was serving a lot because LA is yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And then um, somewhere along that line, I got fired from my waitressing job. And it was the biggest blessing that ever happened mm -hmm. because then a couple of weeks later, I ended up at BuzzFeed. 
And although I didn't want to be a BuzzFeed person, yeah. um, because I was like, oh, I'm an actress. I'm like, I don't do videos. <laughs> and sure enough, um, BuzzFeed was the place for me because yeah. it ended up opening up this whole new world that I didn't know. Right. And I landed on their Latino channel, which is uh, Pero Like. And I'm one of the producers on there, and I make content for the culture. And yeah. from that, uh, a lot of people got to know me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's been great ever since. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I've been there almost, yeah, two years. Yeah, yeah. With the same time, we were in the same fellow class together. Yeah, were we? Yeah, when, um, yeah. Yes, it was briefly, because you kind of had like, your own separate fellow program thing. So yeah. you went in and out. Because I went in as a resident. Right. Uh, um, as opposed to an intern. Right. Um, so everything was a little different for me. Yeah. And I already had a team and everything yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So like two years. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And now I'm here, we're here, and I'm figuring it out. Yes, and we're having dinner. And I'm so excited <laughs> for dinner. You have, I already know, listen, you don't understand Matthew's cooking unless oh. you've tried it. It's damn good. Thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. good. I try, I try my best. Um, but, of course, you don't get it for free. You have to work for it, okay? You have to work for the food. Uh-oh. So, we have the first segment. It's kind of a game, okay? Uh. Because I really feel that food, like, when people's favorite foods or the memories around food really is, like, shapes who they are. And mm -hmm. I get a really good sense of who someone is about their because of their food preferences. Right. So, here is, like, some folded up pieces of paper that have names of, like, food items on them. Okay. Ice cream, burgers, pizza. And when you pull one, tell me your favorite flavor of those things. <sighs> Whatever it may be, whatever jumps into your head. Okay. And I'm sure there's going to be some crazy things running out of your mouth. For sure. But that will really tell us about who you are. Okay? Yeah. So, and you have one minute to do that. I'm going to time okay. you. And the goal is to beat the other guests who've been on the show. I saw Salorm killed this thing. Salorm did so well. So, her record was 22. Someone beat her? No one has beat her yet. So, Salorm is winning right now. Ugh. Um, so, that is your goal is to try and beat 22. But oh. do as many as you can, okay? And you could go fast. It goes so fast. It was as best as you want to do it, okay? Well, I speak fast, so let's Good. hope. Let's do it. That okay? this happens how I'm, like, how I plan it to happen, which is, like, I don't like to lose. Good. I See, that's why it's four Whew. here, because I love to win as well. All right. Three, two, one, go. Uh, lettuce, romaine, candy, Snickers, uh, salad toppings, bacon, uh, pasta sauce, Alfredo, comfort food, chicken, gr fried chicken, Spice, I don't like spice, so uh, adobo, snack, uh, Cheetos, puffs, uh, last supper, ooh, oxtail, uh, cookie, chocolate chip, uh, common salad, uh, Caesar, <laughs> sandwich, ooh, uh, turkey, uh, cheese, oh, parmesan, nut, I have nut allergies, so I can't eat nuts, oh. uh, donut, ooh, strawberry glaze, oil, canola, <laughs> nice. burger topping, jam, vegetable, carrots, Ice cream, cookie dough. Ah. You're really well. Bean, lentil, oh, legume. Oh, I love lentil, that's my favorite. Party dip, oh, uh, uh, artichoke. Spinach and artichoke, dessert, flan. Uh, chocolate bar, I said Snickers, so let's do Reese's Pieces. Um, fish, uh, salmon, uh, vinegar, oh, uh, red wine vinegar. <laughs> that was really good. Ah. Did I get it? One, um, okay, let's count. Yeah, two, count. three, four, Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Did I beat her? I think you did. The only one question I have, um, uh, you, for, what did you say for spice? Adobo. Oh, right, that, that works. Okay, and then you said nuts. You said you didn't have any favorite, I have right? nut allergy. But that, that works. So, yeah, you got it. 24. <laughs> Perfect. Let me write that down. First of all, this is probably the segment that I watched. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. Once you told me, like, you wanted me on here, I was like, oh, hell. You got to win? I need to do this. It's going to be hard. I'm so excited. I yes. Guess. Take that, Salor. <laughs> <laughs> Friendly competition. I love jam on my burger. Good. Like, like what kind of jam? Ooh. Hmm. Like a sweet, like fruit jam? Or yes. Like a, okay. Sweet. I love sweet and savory. Okay. That's great. like one of my favorite things. Okay. Yeah. And I also love that you said your favorite um, uh, dip was artichoke dip because I have an interesting surprise for you. <gasps> yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Just we'll wait and we'll see. Um, but yeah, so that was the segment fast food favorites. Awesome. Okay? Great. I love that. Um, <laughs> and then now our next step is another segment where it's called What App? 
what app while we're eating an appetizer that you don't know about it's a surprise or something new about it Mm -hmm. um we're gonna answer some questions from social media apps oh let's do it okay this is catchy so let me grab the food for you i'll be right back okay i'll be right here i'm i ain't going nowhere (laughs) Ooh, oh that looks so delicious oh my god no wonder you did a little gasp. Yeah, yeah. When I said artichoke. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so if you're just listening and you can't see what's happening, um, I made her oh. some homemade artichoke dip. Which, uh. it, so it's not like artichokes from a can. I like took real artichokes, which and I like peeled them and sliced them and like chopped them up. Okay, this is what a real artichoke looks looks I like. I know. Right? It's like a, it's like this but big. Yes, and I so this, this is cut into fourths. Yeah. Um, and then there's also watermelon radish in there. Um, some olive oil, salt, lemon, garlic, and onion. And we have some grilled bread. And then we also have some more watermelon radish you can like dip with. Um, what? Yeah. And so I took some beautiful photos if you want to see it on Instagram, Matthew Francis J. And then beautiful. hopefully soon we'll have the full recipes of everything tonight on YouTube. Yeah. But why don't we start enjoying the food? Absolutely. And some wine. Yes. Yeah, so here's some wine that Jaleesa brought. Yeah, um, Gary Vee. Do you know who Gary Vee is? No. So Gary Vee is this super amazing and huge entrepreneur okay. um, who's like a, like a motivational speaker and just a businessman, period. And that is his wine. That okay. is, And so he just sent it to me. So nice. I was like, what better way to taste it than to bring it to Matthews with some bomb food? Yes, because we're all um, entrepreneurial spirits, right? Yep, that's what we're doing. So we need wine to really help with that. Cheers. Cheers, love. You're supposed to look at people in the eye. Oh, what? Wait, here. I don't want to hit your... Mmm. Mmm. Nice. Rosé is my favorite. Yeah. And it's like a nice dry rosé. Interesting. I'm going to give you a napkin. Thank you, thank you. You know what's interesting? It was so funny that you just said, or not funny, but that you just said like, oh, an artichoke. This is an artichoke and what it looks like. Yeah. Well, I worked at, and I know most people probably won't. What? But I worked at a lot of really nice Michelin restaurants. Oh, nice. So I know, like, stuff that people I um, think won't know. Yeah, yeah. You know? I love that. Which ones? Uh, I worked at Baltair, okay. which is in Westwood here. Wow. Or Brentwood, I'm sorry. Okay. So Brentwood, Westwood. Impressive. Uh-huh. That's that's a, that's the last one. The others, okay. we don't need to talk about those. Okay. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Wait, let me get you an actual plate for the, because okay. I forgot that oh, okay, gonna, okay. it's not dipping from the same thing. Listen, I was going to be like... But yeah, I've worked at a couple restaurants that are like fine dining, Good very fine dining. I need, I'm actually considering going back to restaurants um, and I want to get into um, Michelin again. So like yeah. that would be really great. Wow. Good for you. I had, I found a new appreciation for food. Mm, yeah. um, when I worked at these restaurants, at first I was just doing it for a check. Right. And then I was like, wow, this is so dope to know about the culture of things and yeah. and to understand like where this comes from and all of that stuff. Like, food is such a big deal in everyone's lives. Yeah. At least for me. And I just feel like, if food is not, a, and if you don't know, like, food, you should get to know food besides just eating it. Yes, yes. And I, I remember, like, because you guys made a Paralike video on the experience of, like, working on the Tasty video. We did it behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. I remember you guys were like, Man, these people must really love food because it was just like so much work. It was a lot of work. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But I appreciated it. It made yeah. me appreciate you all a little more because I was like, oh, they love food. Definitely. They're doing this. They're doing it. So, yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Good. Yeah. And this is actually made with um, yogurt instead of like mayonnaise and cheese. So it's actually way healthy for you. So I could eat. That's can, what he's trying to say. Eat all of it. Yes. Mm. Um, okay, so let me pull up the questions while we're enjoying the appetizer. Mm-hmm, Matthew, that's good. Yeah? Mm, mm. Yeah, so there should be, like, a little bit of crunch from the fresh artichokes. Mm-hmm. There should be some, like, acidity from the lemon and lime juice. Mm-hmm. Saltiness, creaminess, all there, hopefully. And you know what? Even though you, d- you, you use yogurt, uh-huh. it's very creamy. Yeah, yeah, that's the goal. Because I, I still want to taste like artichoke dip. I Absolutely. don't want to have 5,000 calories. Right? Mm-hmm. I'll take it. I'm with that. I love it. I'm going to eat it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, fair warning, most of the questions were just like, tell Jaleesa I love her and she's a queen. Oh, I love you guys too. <laughs> I do, I love you guys. What made you want to become a voice for like Latino people and Latino oh, wow. culture? I don't think I was... Co- <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, that was a hard choke. Yeah. One second, guys. 
I don't think I was conscious of becoming a voice. Mm. I think that I was just doing what I knew and speaking on what I knew. Yeah. And I think I just fell into this voice that people are like now are like looking up to me about it and and, and I'm like doing it for the culture and all this stuff and it's like cool, but that wasn't what I had in mind. Yeah. It was just me speaking on my experiences and just being authentic to like who I am. Yeah, yeah. And that just came with it, which always leads me to talk about being authentic and being true to who you are because you never know where that would take you. Yeah, and it's like, it's also just so much more easier for people to, like, to relate to both you and the content you make. For which is, sure. Because a lot of people just like feel they can trust you. Yeah, absolutely, and and they do. And I sometimes I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Me, are you sure? And sure enough, like, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Aw, these, these questions. I know. What are some misconceptions that people have of your role at BuzzFeed? Hmm, that I'm just talent. Yeah, okay. Talk about that. Because mm -hmm. everyone always thinks that. I think most people think that. Um, I think that people think I just sit in front of a camera and there's like a team of people right. that you don't see. And it's not necessarily like that at all. Um, I am, like Matthew introduced me as, mm -hmm. a producer, a director, a writer, a talent, actress, all of those things. Yeah. Um, I think that... And, and, and so I do everything. You wear multiple hats at BuzzFeed. Mm -hmm. Like, you're an editor. You're doing this. You offer this video that you think only see, is like, you're probably only going to get five minutes of it. We went and put three hours behind it. Yeah. Um, some of it is dead space. Some of it is like, you can't put that in the video. Some of it is like, ah, cut that out because it's not necessary. Yeah. Um, and all of those things. So when you watch these videos, watch it thoroughly and mm -hmm. fully so that you could understand what we're doing and and appreciate it because you think it's just the video but it's so much more no. than that it's like we dedicate so much time to it and honestly it's, it's not yeah you said it's not like a team of people who just like put you on camera it's like this where it's like you like it, we're, we're the only two of us in this room right now it's just us right there's no yeah. one else here and um yeah there's there's like hours, days, weeks that go into projects and people are like, oh, it took them like four minutes to film. Absolutely what? not. And they think, oh my God, you do YouTube videos? Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And you're like, you have no idea. Yeah. I, I mean, and let's get it correct. <laughs> if you want to make YouTube videos and you want to just film something and then just upload it, that's fine. But in a lot of these videos, you have to put time behind them yeah. to, to like... Make them what you really want. Yeah. Like the videos that pop and you see that have so much numbers and all those things, they have numbers because the person behind it really took the time and effort to do that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's it. That's the I think that's the only misconception I believe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. It, well, it was interesting. Yeah. Um, how do you respond to anti-blackness microaggressions from Latinx close to you? Hmm. If that ever happens to you. Hmm. I'm a Latina, mm -hmm. but I embrace that clearly I came from Africa. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, I came from Europe, I came from Africa, like my ancestors are a mixture of things. Well, you did that DNA thing recently, I right? I did, yeah, I did yeah. a DNA test. Yeah. I came out to be a lot European, <laughs> more than I even thought I would. Um, but this is what I look like. And mm -hmm. so if I walk down the street, you're never gonna say, wow, look at that European girl. You're gonna say, look at that black girl. Mm. Um, when I hear negative things, I always counter it with knowledge. Yeah. And I think that once you do that, then people are like, oh, I sound dumb. And I have a really good way of making people feel dumb. Mm -hmm. We're just telling them my honest truths. <laughs> Amazing. And that's the way it should be. It should be like, you should feel a little bit wrong mm -hmm, for that. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Hopefully it's a positive experience that you learn from. Absolutely, yeah. Right, yeah. It's, it's, just, it's always positivity with me. Yeah, yeah. What else you got? Keep them coming. I got this. <laughs> um, this person asks, do you have any particular hair journey stories that you want to share? Oh, wow. So that person probably knows me. Okay. <laughs> um, if they ask that question... Hair journey. So I never, I didn't appreciate the beautiful curls that I have on my head now, the yeah. way that I appreciate them now, and yeah. I'm always wearing them, yeah, whether yeah. I'm frizzy or not frizzy. I appreciate every part, every day. So it's like a, usually my hair lasts for like six days before I wash it. Mm -hmm. um, I go from these beautiful, nice, uh, 
clean, neat curls to like <laughs> just crazy fro. Um, and I have learned that I can appreciate each day for what it is. Oh, cool. Um, and know that my hair is its own life. And so as a kid, I didn't really know that. Yeah. Because in the Dominican community and in the black community and in the Latino community, just a lot. If you have curls, if you have a kink, if you have frizz, it's considered bad hair. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I mean, I've heard of that, but yeah. Yeah, and it's like, well, what is bad hair? How right. can hair be bad? It's on your head. You're, you're stuck with it. You know? yeah, yeah, like, it doesn't make sense. And so when you grow up with that and you have that instilled mm -hmm. in you, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I hate this. I want to do this. I want to straighten it. And a lot, I, I've straightened my hair so many times mm. um, just to take away from the curl. And then as I got older, I was like, wait a second. Yeah. In college, I decided, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm not straightening my hair anymore. Sure. I'm going to go natural. I'm going to just leave it as is and let it get crazy. And however it manifests, I will let it. And yeah. so here we are. <laughs> this is what I look like. And I love it. Good. Yeah. And, and yeah, and it just, I think just like you, it's just like a big um, extension of your personality. Absolutely. You know yeah. what's funny? So I feel like my hair matches who I am. Definitely. Everybody yeah. now knows, like, Julissa has, when, like, this big hair, <laughs> and this is just who she is. Yeah. And so I can't even imagine me not having this hair. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even, yeah. I don't get it. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there and you have curly hair, you have any type of kink or frizz or anything, embrace it. It's beautiful. And they're products now, because before there weren't products for our hair. Yeah. Now there's so many because everyone's embracing it. Yeah. And it just, it's hopefully going to get better and better. Oh, absolutely. Great. Hopefully I'll have a line soon. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> making that money. You know, make it ring. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so this was what app? Mm. Do you like the appetizer? Are you kidding me? Good. This is so delicious. Yes. Well, this is only part one, baby. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, so now. The is so well. The next segment mm -hmm. is called Dream Dish. Mm. I'm going to get the food, okay? And then we're ready to eat. Let's do it. Oh, I'm so excited. Matthew, I can't even stop eating this. How am I going to eat the next thing? Well, you, you can keep eating both. That's <laughs> <laughs> this is what Matthew does to people. I'm so excited for whatever you're about to breathe. <laughs> <sighs> Matthew! I'm so excited. Yeah, does oh. it look good? Does it look how does you remember? Does it look okay. good? Good. It smells delicious. Thank That's you. That's why you came, when oh. Matthew came and got me in the door, I, all I smelled was deliciousness. And I was like, <laughs> oh, this is good. Good. Oh, you're, oh my God. Okay, so in front of us we have, what is it called? Rabo Encendido. Yes, and you give your explanation for it and then I'll give my kind of food perspective version on it, but explain right. what this dish is. So Rabo Encendido is, so Rabo is uh, oxtail. Encendido, <laughs> it's a Dominican term and it means on fire or, but like, but not literally, right? right? Okay. Encendido means like it's on and mm. so Rabo for Dominicans especially is like one of those dishes that are not made every day. It's um, special. It's special. You can you can have it. You usually you can get it like like your parents will make it once a week, if that, maybe every two weeks and okay. stuff because it's a little pricier. Yes, yes. Um and things like that, but and it is a little while to make and you have to make sure that it's soft and tender and juicy and delicious and all these amazing things um but yeah it's like something that dominicans love we're fascinated by it yeah mm -hmm. uh essentially how you make it and again there'll be photos on instagram and there'll be a, a recipe video eventually but essentially you uh you sear the oxtail until it's like nice and brown mm -hmm. and then you cook some onions some carrots you can put potatoes every recipe kind of i saw online is a little bit different stuff yes um and then you add in some like chicken stock and you like braise it for like four to six hours yes. so like everything gets soft and like caramelized and oh and um, i taste some already and it's really good so i hope you approve listen i'm already excited i see my rice i see my platanos and platanos are the that's our thing. That's what Dominicans are mm -hmm. known for. God bless this food. Let it nourish our mind, bodies, and souls. God bless the hands that created it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
Thank you, Julissa. <laughs> Enjoy. Oh, I'm so excited, Matthew, with my rice. Listen. Yes. Is it good? What? You know what's crazy? What? What recipe did you look up? Because this taste is like my home. Oh, really? Well, you sent me like a version of it and mm -hmm. I, I kind of followed that one and then I found another one that had like some, uh, they just like cooked it a, like a tiny bit differently with like searing the beef longer mm -hmm. and then they had like um, um, the Spanish olives and like more of the Sazon Goya and um, uh, and some adobo in there. Mm -hmm. and I know you love that. So I was like, I'm going to add some of that in there too. It tastes yeah. good. That's why it tastes like home. Because we cook a lot with adobo. We cook with adobo a lot. So for us, mm, this is good, Matthew. Good. Oh, and then one thing. So this segment is like dream dish. So while I'm presenting you your dream dish, mm -hmm. you have to dish for me either a secret about yourself that no one knows that you want to share or that you don't mind sharing or like, like tell us something in the world that's like under represented on not known that the world should be dished to oh my god i don't yeah. know like, um yeah i know people are always like i have no idea <laughs> i guess i'll go with you. a secret yeah do it because the other one's like hard i gotta think about that so a secret that only my family knows <laughs> yeah yeah because no one else knows this um i am a thumb sucker <laughs> Okay, that, that's very common. You shouldn't, yeah, okay. So I suck my thumb. Um, okay. I don't do it much these days. I probably, the last time I did it was probably like a month ago and I caught myself and I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're old. Um, but as a kid, my cousins, my, uh, my any uh, any of my girl cousins, they'd have to walk around because I was little. Yeah. I was the youngest. Yeah. So they'd walk around half slanted so that I could suck my thumb, walk around and play with their hair. They catered to me. <laughs> wow. They're enablers. Yeah, they enabled me. And so I would always just walk around. I would literally just suck my thumb. Mm -hmm. Ow. Curl. Sorry. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> and uh, play with my hair. Play with like the softest spots yeah. in my hair. Yeah. And I did it up until in college, I kind of was just like, oh, maybe I should slow it down. College, I slowed it down a little bit. Not much. Yeah. And then once I got out of college, I think I just... It just stopped. It just okay. kind of went away. Uh -huh. And so now I'll suck my thumb maybe like once every three to six months. Right. Yeah. I don't get it. Wow. But that's what I do. And that's my secret. Now well, the world knows. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's fine. I love that. You know, it's about being honest. We're here together. Mm -hmm. We're good friends. Yep. It's now you about, know me a little yep, bit better. <laughs> I love that. You know what? My sister does the same thing. And I mm -hmm. feel like, I, I think it's like people think it's a, and like either odd or a childish thing. But it's everyone... Since the dawn of time has done done it, it's just mm -hmm. a part of that. It's part of life, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, this is so good. Thank you, thank you. Jeez. Mmm. It is so tender. Thank you. And there's um, every now and again you get that like center bone from the oxtail. Of course. Is, is you're used to that, right? Mm -hmm. Or does like your family remove them? Or yep. Okay. No, we don't remove it. Okay. Good. That's how you eat it, and you just put it off to the side. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's so good. So good, Matthew. Um, okay, so now we're going to get into the actual, like, dinner review, where we just kind of keep talking about you, your career, your journey. Mm -hmm. So, um, obviously, your main, like, you do a lot of different things, but you love acting. Yeah. Um, what first inspired you to want to become an actress, and what, like, yeah, like, what led you to this? Yeah, um, I actually have been, like, in theater and plays. Yeah and show choir since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. um, I can remember my first, first, first big role and it was Widow Corny in um, Oliver. Okay, nice. Um, and yeah, I remember I played two roles in there. I also played um, one of the flower girls. And I remember just being so excited that I stay, it was in fifth grade. I would say also there was like an A group and a B group. And so A group would rehearse on this day and B group would rehearse this day and I'd stay for both. Like Passion. I was that little girl, no, you know. I loved, I loved, I loved anything and everything about being a part of a chorus and being a part yeah. of a show choir and being a part of plays. Um, eighth grade, I was, uh, <laughs> I was the scarecrow mm -hmm. in The Wizard of Oz, and cute, mm -hmm. cute. Oh my god! And I remember one of the biggest tidbits. Was it? Was it eighth grade? I don't remember. 
well, somewhere in middle school, one of the biggest tidbits that the teacher was like, this is why you got it. And she kept raving on how someone so young could see that detail. But when I auditioned, um, Scarecrow obviously is very lanky. Okay. And so in the audition was like, you had to say like, no, go that way or go this way or something. I can't remember. Yeah. And everyone obviously, if you're saying go that way, you're like this. And I took it upon myself, and I still remember that I was like, go that way. And like my hand, like, you know, like yeah, I was like doing, a scarecrow would. Like a scarecrow would. And I remember Miss Barron, who was my teacher, um, just uh, was just raving, and she was like, how did you even pick up to do that? Yeah. And those are little things that I think I've always had because I just have it in me. Yeah, yeah. Um, very, it, very like physical, very emotive, very that's natural. That's just who I am, yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Um, and I peep like a lot of little things when I'm watching Observe. plays, when I'm, I'm like watching TV. I'm like, oh, that was not good, girl. That was not a good reaction. Mm. <laughs> so I think that's just who I. I just that's just who I am. Right. Um, and then when I got to when I got to high school, I thought I was too cool, mm. and I just wanted to like get away from the chorus and the plays and all of that stuff and I was like I don't want to do that I am going to be the popular girl um, and I did that and it worked out well <laughs> who cares of course and then when I got to college I went in as a nursing major and one day I, I was walking past the theater building mm. and the theater building would look so fun okay. it looked like recess it was literally a, it's a glass building building the Maguire Pavilion at University of Florida and it I honestly was just standing there and I was like they're having such a good time and I just feel chemistry like at this I'm no I don't want to do this and so I switched my major to theater and it was the best thing I ever did it was just so free something yeah. that I, it just makes me come alive yeah um, obviously yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm a big personality already mm -hmm. and so I think that it challenges me to sometimes hone it in yeah um, and then also to become someone completely different than who I already am. Mm, so, yeah. yeah, it's just been that little journey of, like, just doing what I do best, yeah. um, which is all really I know. And, um, yeah. What is it about popular kids, about going to nursing? Because all the popular kids from my high school went to nursing. Is too. that a thing? Why is that a thing? I think it might be. I don't know. Yeah. I guess you think you're cool. Maybe. In scrubs or something. They're like, yeah, scrubs are cool. Literally, like, all the popular girls did nursing. Wow. Isn't that I weird? Think, I think the scrubs make your butt look nice. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. Cool. Okay, great. Um, um, okay, so then um, you've kind of mentioned a few things, but, like, mm -hmm. in your acting or your, in your career so far, what has been, like, the hardest challenge, the biggest hurdle you've had to overcome? Wow. Yeah. Um... I actually just spoke about this recently um, for a panel I just did. Okay. I think that it was, one, just being very true to who I was. I've always been very, and I get this question a lot of people just saying, how do you, how are you so confident? Right, yeah. And I don't ever recall thinking that I've ever been confident. I just am who I am. Right, okay. And have been like, I come from the hood, you know what I mean? Like, single mom, four kids, only girl. Had to be tough. Yeah. And so I think that the toughness and acting like nothing would phase me came off as confidence. Definitely. And it maybe wasn't. It was just me being guarded. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like you're yeah. A defense. A defense mechanism. Absolutely. And so I think that just w when I figured out who I was and was becoming this this woman, I was confident. I ended up turning it around mm. and, say, and being confident in who I was. And then in Hollywood... I would say that my biggest like obstacle was when I first got here, I was getting told that I needed to bring down my accent. And I remember meeting with a few agents and it was my first year here. Mm. And I remember them saying, well, well, can you turn it off? Like, is there any way? Because we just can't always send you out and you're the girl that speaks like that. And I'm like, wow. but this is how voice. Do you, do you tell anybody else this? Right. Like, imagine you going into audition. They're like, can you turn that off? Turn your gay lisp off? Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> turn it, turn that off. Yeah. Sound more, sound more urban or something. You're like, you would, you would never hear that. Yeah, I'd be like, what? So why the F? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can curse. That's why I'm saying that. Um, you can. Why would you tell me to turn who I am off? Mm -hmm. And it took me a while to understand it because at first, I looked for a dialect coach. 
Oh. I did. Yeah. I looked for coaches and I wanted to make sure like I could get roles that were for me and I could sound great and all these things. And it was and now I've learned like, girl, this accent is who you are. Yeah. And it's people turn around just to be like, oh, I know that's Julissa. Like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my accent now, now people know me just because of it. Yeah. So I've learned. I've learned. And also. See, because I really relate to that because yeah. um, for the videos that I've been in and like, obviously like, I'm in videos now and like I've done speech for a long time, I've always had a really big insecurity about my lisp, right? Mm. Um, and I also speak really fast and all that kind of thing. And um, in every video I've been in for BuzzFeed, it's always like, who is this gay ass lispy mother? You know, yeah. And like, and there are people really hard on my voice. But And when I was younger and even parts of times when I'm in, like going to that comment section, I'm just like, I get really embarrassed and I'm, I feel bad about my voice and I've gone to speech um, dialect coaches to try to get rid of a, try to get a list. But then you know what? At, at a certain point I learned that like I can't change it. It is who I am and there's and there's millions of other people that have a lisp, have an accent. So it's like why should we conform to fit whatever boring normal people are Absolutely. when we can stand out? And then and then people who also have a lisp or have an accent, they see us and they relate to us. And like and, and then since I started to be like whatever, I'm going to be my lispy self, you know. <laughs> I've had I've had people message me and say like I how I it's so awesome that you feel proud enough to go into a video and don't care what people say. Matthew, and I'm, that's yeah, the thing. That's the thing. That was what I was saying a little earlier when yeah. You find that your authenticity is yeah. yours yeah. and this is just who you are and you yeah. embrace it, yeah. things start happening. And yeah. also, you little people, little kids start looking at the end of the day at you because they're like, Wow, look at they're doing that. Yeah, I didn't have a I didn't have growing up a, someone that looked brown like me yeah. with big, curly, kinky hair. Yeah. And had an accent. I didn't have that. Yeah. Once I got a little older, then I saw, then I and I could start watching movies and stuff. I saw Rosie Perez. Yep. And she's one of my. Oh, I love that woman mm -hmm. because she showcased what it is mm -hmm. to be a brown woman yeah. and have this ridiculous accent. I and love it, it be, though. And it be a okay. Absolutely, yes, yes, I love yes. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, but it is. Is it over the top? Yeah. To who? That's the thing. Mm -hmm. And is it ridiculous? I say ridiculous because I feel like my accent's ridiculous. And that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. And that was the first person that I saw that I was like, man, look yeah. at her. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I also met someone one day, and I feel bad, I don't even remember their name, but like they said something where essentially it was like, would you rather have a voice that people remember or a, a voice people that, that people forget? Mm. And right, I'd rather have one they remember. Absolutely. And then, and also think think of like voice actors who do like characters. They always have the craziest, interesting voices. They don't have like boring normal no, voices. No, no. So just like yeah, it's more interesting to be yourself and be different than to be the same. So I absolutely. Love that. And I've gotten into this voice acting thing. Oh. And hopefully something will come along the line. <laughs> I hope so. Um, I'm working things out. And so, guess what? Clearly, there's a reason why they're like, hey, can we hear you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, if you want a cartoon, the cartoon, all, they all sound the same. What's the point? Yeah. But when you have a cartoon that sounds a little different and someone just knows, oh, wait, that's Julissa. Yeah. It makes it, all, it, makes it like that much better. Mm -hmm. So, I think that was like my greatest obstacle I feel like you should get a little bit more. Yeah. Because Sorry, I interrupted you with wine. No, no, no. You go for it, okay? okay <laughs> I have to drive. You have to oh. go to sleep. <laughs> mm. I feel like I've... It's an obstacle turned lesson. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. That you just say, oh, well, this is something good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. And, okay, so we kind of touched on... Um, so the voice acting has like a next step, but like I know you're planning a lot of next steps. Like mm -hmm. what are what are some things <laughs> that you're hoping for, working towards? Like what do you want Jalisa's megatronic career to be? Mm -hmm. Um I work really hard. Oh, oh I know, you do. <laughs> I work a lot. Yeah. Um and at one point I thought that working hard wasn't like a thing. Right. And that it was, it, you don't have to work so hard and who cares, but to each his own, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Because clearly what I want to achieve has to have a lot of hard work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Period. Yeah, yeah. There, you could be a farmer 
And in that farm, you're gonna have to work hard, right? But that's like, everything is to perspective and to your lane and whatever. Right. So for me, my biggest, biggest, biggest accomplishment that I feel like I can ever have, besides hopefully one day being a mommy, oh. um, I would say is to be a showrunner of my mm. very own sitcom. Mm. Um, and at first I used to not like say anything to anybody and I'll just have it down like that's what I want to do, that's who I am. But I eventually said, Julissa, say it. Because the more you say it, the more you put it out there, the more you speak it into the universe, the more the universe conspires for it to happen. I was literally going to just say that because like, I've had people come on here and I, they always say the same thing. Like, I think about it in my head, but I don't always say it out loud. And since I was born, mm-hmm. I've always proclaimed what I wanted to do with really? my life. Yeah, like as a little kid, I was like, I want to be a chef. I want to do all these things on TV. I want to do all these different things. And um, saying it makes it an actionable goal mm. that you in your mind are making it happen and people in your life ask you about it. And, and hold you accountable. Hold you because accountable. Because when they ask you, they're holding you accountable and they're reminding yeah. you of like, hey, um, yeah. what happens to that thing? And then and then when you tell people what you're interested in, it reminds them when, when something comes their way where they're like, oh, like I'm on this new show. I need an actress who could play this lead. Wait a minute, Jaleesa would be perfect. If you don't tell them that you are interested in that type of venue for your mm-hmm. life, how do they know to do that? So it's like, absolutely, it's just putting it out into the world because honestly, people think, oh, I'm not good enough for this or oh, I'm not good enough for that. Because um, we all sometimes we feel imposter syndrome. And listen, all of us have insecurities. And yes. if anyone says in this world that they don't, they right. are lying. But the truth is, is since everyone does have insecurities, even adults don't know what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's it just, if you speak what you want to do in the universe, you work hard and you go for it, a lane will eventually open up. Absolutely. Right? And yeah. so I love that you're speaking it because it's going to happen one day. Yeah. It's going to happen. I feel it and I know it. And I know that if I continue to work how I am working now, it's going to happen. Yeah. I do believe also that once you have an idea come to your mind that you want to do and make happen, it is your responsibility to yourself for your growth mm-hmm. and as human involvement to make that happen. Yeah, because it's, like it's like a dead dream. It's like, why did you even bring this up? Yeah, yeah. What would be the purpose? Yeah. And obviously, if it's in your mind, I'm a big believer in God, I'm a big believer yeah. in faith, and regardless of if you do believe in God or if you don't believe in God, you need to believe in something. Right. And I'm a firm believer that if you make it up in your head, it is solely for you to act on it. Yeah. Your 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 brain yeah. doesn't just pop things out just because they want to pop it uh-huh. out. It's because that's something that's living inside of you. And we as humans, although many people don't believe this, are capable of some immensely large things. Yeah. We can do anything. It's insane. It's insane. And and what's, what you interest when you said that it reminded me of because like sometimes people have great ideas mm-hmm. and then they tell some people and people like put them down, right? They're like, mm-hmm. that's not good enough, right? Right. But as you said, it's it's in your brain, which means it's for you to accomplish. Absolutely. Other people don't have that dream. And they don't, they're not gonna see it. Yeah, and they're not gonna see it. As you, yeah, they don't yeah. see it as you, and then they, and also they, most, a lot of people, not most, I would say a lot of people sometimes don't don't dream as big as you do. Right. You know what I mean? Everyone Everyone's uh, ability to dream is very different on different levels. Uh-huh. Not to say that anyone is wrong, but a lot of people that, let's say, let's give an example of someone that did come out to Hollywood to be an actress in 1995. Right. Um, and she was a brown girl with curly hair, and she looked like me, and one day I just ran upon her in Target or somewhere. Yeah. And I told her what I did. Maybe she to be discouraged and say, and maybe try to make me think otherwise because it didn't work out for her. Well, then that means you're just laying on your insecurities on me because it didn't happen for you. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that I am not capable. And I think that that's what happens. Yeah. A lot of people sometimes lay their insecurities on others. Yeah. And it drives you to double second guess yourself when all along you knew you could do it. Yeah. It's a big. It's 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 a. It's a problem that I think humans have, but um, I definitely think that that just shows your ability to be your best you. When someone does say, hey, I don't think that could happen. And, I then, think, you, and then you prove them wrong. Absolutely. There's just oh. something about being, saying, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even in like a way that you're like, like being 
a bitch or anything like that, but it's just like a, I told you. Yeah. You know? I mean, like a subtle, nice, I told you. Yeah, like this is something that I've been wanting to do for two years. And I've been, I actually wanted to do it with BuzzFeed at BuzzFeed. And just people were like, I don't, don't think we can. Because they didn't it. see it. They didn't it. see it. And I, now I, I'm just like so excited. Like I'm like, I mean, I have many dreams and many things I want to work on. But this is like, this has always been one of them. And now it's like starting out. And I'm like learning and growing it. And like, yeah, it's I love that. And also it's like, I think in order to really succeed in this world, you have to like learn you know, like the hardships and like how to get, you know, ahead in life in a more adult sort of like successful type mm. of way. Mm-hmm. But you also have to have like a childlike mentality. mentality of the world where it's like, you know what? I'm just going to do it because it makes me happy. Because kids are unabashed. Kids do what they want. Kids are confident. And if you have that type of like really self-assuredness in yourself, like, like a kid, that's when like you're your true self, right? And well, I feel we're like all kids. We're all kids, just in a, in a grown up world. That's facts. Wow. When you come into the world, you are a kid, and when you leave, you're a kid again. Yeah. Most times, and not most adults do turn back into children. Yeah. They do need to get nursed. They do need to change their pampers. They do need to do those things. Most old people. Yeah. And so, if you think of how um, you can be, like, in this world and have that... That, that, like, sense of adventure like a kid, and you keep that with you, man, that'll take you places. Yeah. And then... People are drawn to that. Like, I think almost almost all the like the celebrities or like the icons that I love, like they had that quality. And I think the reason why people are so attracted to that is because they want that. They Absolutely. miss that about themselves. And so when they see, see someone having fun and just being a kid and like enjoying their life, they're like, "Man, what a cool person! Yeah. I love them." Absolutely. I, I get told a lot that I'm like so happy. Why am I so happy? I yeah. get that all the time, and I'm like, first and foremost, I'm not always happy. No one in this world right. is always happy. Right. But what I do know is, there's so many things to be happy about. There is. There's so versus many. being down and mad and negative. And I think that in the past, I would say three years, I have grown a tremendous amount from my mindset. Mm. I think that where I come from, it's very easy to stay in this mindset of negativity and toxicness. Yes. and. Just like things that are day to day that we usually have when we go back home, right? Yep. Oh yeah. I go home and it's like small town, so yeah. slow. Yeah. And so people are just they don't think as big as you. You know what I mean? And so I think that I've had and when you grow up in a house of a lot of toxic shit, mm. like me, I do come from that background. Mm. It's very, very easy to have that. And I think I've had that for a lot of my life. And up until a few years ago, like I would say three years ago, my mindset has changed and it has become more positive. And it's become one of my biggest things is if something happens to me and I get upset or something doesn't go my way and it cannot be changed, Mm. what is the purpose of continuing to be mad about it? Or harping on it. Whoa. You can't change it. That's deep. Yeah. You can't change. Yeah. No- yeah. If you get a parking ticket, what would be the purpose of you being mad? Yeah. Besides the two seconds of, God damn it, I yeah. gotta pay this. Yeah. But can you take away the parking ticket? No. Can't, can't save that money. Can't, nothing. Yeah. You gotta go do what you gotta do. I, I About less than six months ago, I got told right in front of BuzzFeed. Oh. And it was me like five minutes. I was just talking to Gadiel and then I was like, Oh my God, my car. And literally the tow truck has it on. And I'm like, uh-huh. bro, just give it to me. Like, what do I need to pay you? And he's just like, he tells me this absurd number. And I was like, how much is it at the tow place? And he's like, this much. And I was like, that's only like a $30 difference. Give it to me right now. Let it off. I'm going to give you the money. And I went in and I was laughing. And Gadiel was like, what happened? I was like, I got fucking towed. And he was like, what? Why are you laughing? And I was like, well, because what am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah. What am I... I, I got my car. I did. It didn't go. I, I actually ended up looking at it in the best light. I saved myself thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't have to go anywhere. Take Uber to go get my car. Yeah. It was right here. I paid the guy, and I was like, you know what? It is what it is. Yeah. This is just life. Like things yeah. happen yeah. every day. You don't know what's gonna happen to you. You wake up, and if you go back to your kid-like self, you wake up with a sense of adventure, and you don't think about the bullshit. Yeah. 
Because negativity is just, it only hurts yourself. Period. It doesn't, it, like, the guy who was making the money, he wouldn't have cared if you were super upset. It would have bothered him too, but, like, it wouldn't, ha- like, it wouldn't have changed anything. Mm-mm. But you being, or being negative only hurts Jaleesa, only hurts Matthew, right? So it's like, just go with the positive. Go with and, it. Yeah. And you know what? I think it takes so much, you know what? It takes a lot of energy to be positive. It does. I will say, it's so easy to be negative, right? Mm-hmm. Because most of the world is negative. Right. But once you are that light in that dark room, you're, and people notice it, because most of the times we're this light and people don't notice. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, we're being so positive and we're being so like uplifting and we're doing all these things. How come it's not being rewarded? But it will. Because the universe rewards you. Yeah. And so people are looking at other people to reward them or things to come, whatever. Or... And, and it could be the universe is conspiring it with those people, but it doesn't have to mean instant gratification. Right, yeah. You're I think better. The you're world, just, you're just we, a better person. We live in a weird culture where, where now we expect instant gratification, mm-hmm. but it's funny because the world is like the complete opposite. The universe is like very much like, you know what, you have to wait. But you better wait. You, but when you get it, it'll be worth it. It'll be, and it'll be way beyond your wildest dreams. Totally. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. So many people think, so many people think that it's going to happen how they ha- how they believe it. It's going right. to happen. And God's like, uh-uh. Yep. He's <laughs> funny. He laughs at your plans. Yeah, yeah. He laughs at them. It's yeah. like, oh, that's funny. Um, let's see what happens. And so, and it goes back to like what I was saying. Like, you remember when I said, um, oh, I, I was like, I don't want to be a BuzzFeed a producer. I'm an actress. And, yeah. da, da, da. and at the end of the day, I had a friend tell me, well, no one knows you. Right. And that was the most truest thing. And she was like, what are you going to lose? There's nothing you can lose from this. If anything, you're going to gain something. Right. Again, God has other plans. Yeah. And he was like, Jaisa, I'm going to make it happen for you, but it's going to be through what I want. Mm-hmm. And so I think about it now, and this has been just like a steady progression of like fame. Right. Right? Because right. obviously I have this little bit of fame and it, that usually comes with when you're a big actress and when right. you're doing all of these things. And you know what? I don't think I could have handled it otherwise. Had these little things not happened for me now, I couldn't have imagined walking in a room and thousands of people going crazy for me as an actress, jumping right into it. Right. But I this never steady progression wow. has shown me, one, what it feels like, but two, who I am. Yeah. Because I don't care about it. I never thought of it. That's a smart way to think about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's like it's because, like a boot camp for how to handle abs- that pressure. But it hasn't changed. I'm still the same girl. And yeah. I wonder if it would have been any different had I been different. I yeah. probably would have. Yeah. Which is why God said no. Yeah. Ha ha, Julissa, stop playing with me. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. I think so. I think that's literally like what has what has happened. And it and it works. Everything works. In the end, in hindsight, when you look back at it, you're like Oh, yeah. I was that an idiot. happened because of that. I was an idiot in that point. Yeah. Da, 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 da. You start yeah. to see everything. Everything comes yeah. full circle. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, this is freaking delicious, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I have more. If you if you want another plate, no. you let me know. Okay. Matthew, stop it right now. This is so good. <laughs> I like Although to make. Although I want oh, to. I like to make my friends full. I want them to, like wobble the way out. <laughs> I'm a, I'm, I am. I'm a penguin it up out here. <laughs> That's why I love to do the food because I feel like when you have food, you have wine, you have good friends. Like all the the natural, real conversations come out. You Absolutely, know? this is this is what we do anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just playing on a camera. That's when friendship happens. That's when like real bonds happen. Yeah. And that's when like real magic happens. You know. That's so true. Oh, cheers to that. <laughs> cheers. You know, going forward in mm-hmm. your life, mm-hmm. like, what are things? in the world that you hope you can change? Like, what are things that you're passionate about mm-hmm. that you want to be a part of? Like, what what can you do to help, like, improve the world? Yeah. Um, uh, I guess, I don't know if it's good to quote this person, but I still think he's had a, a big impact in the world um, besides all of the things that have happened recently. Um, Michael Jackson says, if you want to make a change in the world, you got to look in the mirror. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's the biggest thing period I think that so many people think that they can go be an activist and go change things but if you are not doing it out of purity and if you're not doing it in your best capabilities and your natural being and your best positive self then all that shit is bullshit yeah 
But when you're doing it because you know who you are and you you are a reflection, the things that you're doing are a reflection of you, mm. yeah. then you're good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that that's just it. I just want to be my best self so that I can show people how it is to be your best self yeah. and what life looks like when you are your best self. You know? Yeah. That's all I want. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we're getting to the kind of end of the oh, dinner. I know. this is too good. I don't want it to end. I have plenty more for you to like bring home and everything. But before we get to like our final question, okay. we have something. So this is the official Dinner Views guest book. Okay. Okay, so eventually I'll have you sign your name in here. Oh, this I'm, is so cute. And I have a little spot for you. I but see it. But every guest will ask a question to the next guest on the show. So you're eventually going to write oh, one. Oh, I think I saw this. Yeah, yep. So, um... Uh, Nikki was my last guest, Nikki okay. Ang, and she asked you, and I didn't hear this until now, she wrote it secretly. So you do, you do, um, know who you're asking next? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, so you, uh, Nikki asked you, if a zombie apocalypse happens, how Ugh. many days would you survive? I'm surviving till the end because I'm gonna whoop some ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing because both Nikki and I, when she, like, when she had said that, um, and I, I was reading it now, I'm like, one day maybe like I would not survive so I Definitely love it not. like to the end to the end I'm rocking it out I'm I'm not gonna sleep I'm gonna whoop ass I'm a tough ass girl and I know for a fact I'm going to survive I watched The Walking Dead yeah um and so many times I'm like come on you idiot like when they make noises when just little things happen or, or, or when they're like they're trying to like be with a group of people I'm like I get the group cool but make sure that that group is solid mm. so I feel like I'm gonna survive I'm gonna whoop some ass I'm gonna kill some zombies and they're gonna be scared of me and then you're gonna be like queen of the zombies queen of the mother zombies yeah. <laughs> la um. reina de los zombies <laughs> Yes, that's great. I love that question. I know, right? Like, every every other one from other people have been like, like, what is like your life's like meaning? And yeah, then yeah. Nikki's like, would you survive a, yeah, a zombie apocalypse? I love that I shit. I love it. Um, okay, so then after we'll have you write down a question, and our next guest is um, Jess Maroney. Do you know Jess Maroney? Of course, I know who that is. Isn't yeah. she great? We're oh, gonna... I have a great question for Jess. Perfect, perfect. So we'll have you write down secretly so I don't even know. It'll be a surprise for Jess. Yeah. Um, we're going to take a zero-waste dinner, vegan dinner for her because she's oh, vegan. Yes, okay. Um, okay, and then um, our final question is just two things. Mm -hmm. If um, a younger Jaleesa was sitting here and she was enjoying this meal, yeah. A, what would she say about the food? And then B, what would you tell your younger self? Oh, so emotional. Um... You know what? In my mind right now, I have a picture of me as young Julissa because I just posted before I got here. Oh, yeah, I saw that. A throwback picture of mm -hmm. me. So I'm looking at that girl right now. I have that image in my mind. And I think that she, if she was sitting here, she would say, Mmm, que rico, which means, Mmm, that's good. And she'll eat all of it because I was an eater. I love to eat good. ever since I was a kid. she definitely say, que rico. Maybe to the artichoke, she would have been like, what is that? Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I was very vocal. Um, but I would have tried it because that's just the little girl that I was. And then if I can tell her something, ooh. <sighs> if I could tell her something, I'd tell her to just, to just not be scared to be herself. Um, and to... And, and to know that her hair is really cool. Yeah. Um, um, to continue just being loud and continue being like fun and crazy, like it's cool, yeah. but also don't do it with meanness. Mm. You know, you could do all of those things, but you don't have to be mean. You could still do it and it could be fun. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, your hair is so cool, little one. You're so dope. Look at this hair. It's cool. Embrace it. Love it. Because you're going to love it later. Yeah. You're just ahead of your time. Yeah. Yeah. I love Aww. that. <laughs> Mom, thank you. This was so much fun. Yeah. I had such a good time. Good. You know what? What? I just want to tell you, I know that you had questions and all of these things. Yeah, of course. And it was about what Julie said and all that stuff. But oh. I just want to tell you and take the time out to tell you that this is great. Yeah. Um, what you're doing, I love it. And I said yes because I saw it already. And I was like, this is a great concept. 
Like this is dope. I would I would tune in. So if I would tune in, I want to be on it. Right. And you never know what's supposed to happen in life. We said this already, right? Yeah, yeah. And a few months ago, I know things changed for you, and you had no idea. Yeah. Like that that would happen. But everything works how it's supposed to work. And you are a light and you are a great being. And those things always win. Thank you. You're welcome. You're, you're <laughs> such an amazing person. Uh, okay. Um, anything else you want to like, say to the people who watch? Like they, they, so hopefully they like yeah. sat with us for an hour. Maybe they're cooking and listening to us. Or they're like oh. on the gym wishing they were eating. Right? Word. Um, but yeah, keep running. Yeah, keep running. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anything else? Like, no, I just, you know what? You guys, um, just be your best self. Love yourself first yes. before anybody. Mm -hmm. Forget the guy. Forget the girl. Love you mm -hmm. first. Mm -hmm. um, and then you know what? Just be authentically you and don't apologize for it. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, we did so it. We did it. Yeah. You guys. Matthew can cook. I don't. <laughs> I wish that they could taste it. I know. Like you need to start doing like a a pop up dinner party or oh, something. I think because so. Because they can cook. You can cook your ass off. Thanks. I bet. I hope I can. I went to school for it. You can, yeah. and yeah. you do it all. Thanks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, babe. Thank you guys. Mm -hmm. And I think it's been another successful dinner view. Oh, it has. Oh, it yeah. has. <laughs> all right. <laughs>